everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, it is just a solo podcast as we really get into the full moon in Aries which is taking place tonight. Just to give you guys a heads up, I did a live stream podcast yesterday talking about the full moon and also taking in some callers. So you guys are going to hear some wonderful guests come on and share some wonderful knowledge and insight on what they are currently experiencing today. Just to give you guys also heads up, if you guys hear to mention Wisdom and Podbean, that is where I do a live stream and I live stream once a week. So if you guys are ever curious to just tuning into a live podcast stream or anything like that, you guys can just follow me on either Wisdom or Podbean and on social media. The links will be in the show description so that way you guys can check out all that work. And all that fun stuff because the live stream podcast are a lot of fun. I usually do some astrology chart readings, have some really deep and in-depth conversations with guests, and it's just a wonderful time and I want you guys to enjoy it because at the end of the day, I just hopefully this podcast is helping you guys learn some new things about yourself and the universe and maybe even helping you rediscover your spirituality. You guys even have a special message email me as well it definitely would mean a lot to me uh, just to know your feedback how do you guys feel about the podcast overall but like always guys like rate and subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify your ratings and subscriptions will help boost the podcast overall without further ado here is today's podcast Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez and on today's podcast, it's a solo podcast, you guys know the drill, it's full moon time, this time it's going to be in Aries, so when it comes to today's podcast, we're going to have some fun, it's going to be an interactive podcast here, I might have some guests come on and share their own chart and share their own stories But the topics we're mainly going to cover on today's podcast is the full moon in Aries. What does that mean for everybody? We're also going to go over the astrology forecast for the rest of the month of October and all that fun stuff as well and have some great topics about relationships, the state of independence, and also learning a little bit more about astrology along the way. But like always, guys, please like, rate, Follow and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. 
your subscriptions would really help me out and really help the podcast out as a whole. And if you guys know anyone that just needs some guidance or needs to learn some new things, share them the podcast as well, because that is really what your spiritual best friend is all about by helping people learn new things about themselves along the way and learning through others. That's the message I really want to display and bring out to the universe. So send that podcast out to everybody. It would really mean a lot to me. Also, on a side note, I am also doing astrology chart readings. I've been doing it for over a month now, and it's been a wonderful journey. I've been able to connect with some wonderful people along the way. And if you guys ever feel stuck or want to know a little bit more about yourself, I am a firm believer in multiple forms of healing, not just mental and emotional healing, not just physical healing as well, but also spiritual healing. So I do astrology chart readings, one-hour sessions, one-on-one. Prices vary depending on your income level, obviously. And what we do is I combine counseling and astrology in one to help you guys know a little bit more about yourselves along the way. So if you guys know anyone that is stuck or, or feeling lost, I do astrology chart readings as well and counseling sessions. So I'm willing to help you as long as you guys are willing to help me as well. And that is what your spiritual best friend is all about. So I wanted to start today's podcast with that. So that way you guys get a feel of everything and all that fun stuff. But for the first topic of today's podcast, I really want to get into the full moon in Aries, which is going to happen tomorrow. So if you guys are listening to this live, I recorded Saturday midday. But if you guys have not listened live and you're listening on the recorded date, which will be posted tomorrow, the full moon is is going to be tomorrow. So if you listen tomorrow, it's today. But if you listen on Saturday, it is not today. It's going to be tomorrow. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but when it comes to the full moon in Aries, it's a very, it's a very, how am I going to describe this? Aries energy is very independent and it's all about self-confidence. So this is the energy we are going to feel as a whole together over the course of this weekend because right now we are in Libra season and we are in the heightened moment of Libra season, obviously. And what is Libra energy all about? Libra energy is all about relationships, the balance scale, peace, harmony. And when it's a full moon, the moon is in opposition to whatever energy the sun is bringing. So the sun has been bringing this energy about peace, balance, harmony, really trying to push people to find that balance aspect in themselves. And let me know how you guys think as I'm describing this. But now with this Aries energy coming in the mix this weekend, we're going to be feeling more towards doing things that lead us to independence, building our self-confidence up. So it's in opposition to what the sun is trying to present to us. So that is why when a lot of people say full moons are crazy, this is why, because you have the sun energy and the moon energy conflicting with one another. The moon rules our emotions, the sun rules our ego. So we have our ego and our emotions clashing with one another during this time period. So like I said before, we're feeling this energy about balance, relationships, harmony, we're, we're realizing some things to really help strike that balance. The Aries energy is going to bring in this independence type of energy, this energy to build your self-confidence in order to help you push forward 
And if you haven't done it, this is going to be a great moment for you to test that self-confidence and test whatever path that you are on. So that is the energy that we are going to be feeling this weekend. And here is some reflection questions for everyone listening to the podcast that I want you guys to either jot down in a journal or think about as you guys hear the rest of this podcast. So full moon in Aries, like I said, it's all about independence. It's all about it's all about building that self-confidence for yourself. So here are some questions for you guys to think about. So when it comes to obviously yourself, so think about this, whatever activities and stuff you're going through now, what specific activities leave me feeling full and ready to take on the world? Like I said before, Aries is all about self-starting, building that self-confidence, let's go. So what are some activities that you do in your life that give you that full meaning of life type of feeling and give you that added confidence for you to put yourself out into the world and to take the next steps? I know for me, just really deeply thinking about it, podcasting is something that really helps fuel me. It makes me feel full because I'm connecting with people and it's really helping me boost that self-confidence. So the question again, the first question I want you guys to really think about during this full moon, whether you journal it, think about it internally, that's on you. But what are some activities that leave you feeling full of life and ready to take on the world? So that is the first question I want you guys to think about. Another thing to think about, Aries energy, it is a cardinal fire energy. So any fire energy, it, that's a, it's a lot of passion goes into this energy. A lot of just flare, fire type of get in your face type of energy. So here's another thing for you guys to really think about. Am I just being reactionary with the events in my life right now? Or is there a point, a point of anger? The reason why I mentioned this as a second question is because Aries energy, they can be angry very quick and lose patience very quick with people. And this is the energy we're feeling right now as a whole, regardless. Now, depending on like your rising and stuff like that, you might be feeling it in different avenues, but it's a good time to reflect on this pet on the, in this present moment. Are you just being reactionary with the events in your life right now? Or are you angry about some specific things in your life right now? There's a difference between being reactionary and being angry at something. Reactionary, think of reactionary as like a sponge. You're absorbing the blows and you're reacting to whatever blows are being thrown at you. Versus when you're just being angry, you're not taking the time to absorb those blows. You're actually reacting and flipping out <laughs> if you get what i'm saying so that is the second question i want you guys to think about so the first one again what activities leave you feeling full of life and ready to take on the world and the second one lately have you been reactionary with the events in your life or is there a point of anger in your life right now that you have been pushing off to decide this is a really good chance to just think about that and assess those feelings because this type of energy, you're going to be more action oriented during this time period versus in other moons, you might not as be action oriented. 
Aries is the first zodiac sign. So if you really think about it, the first zodiac sign is all about self-starting and putting yourself out there. So this is a great time to think about that. So those are two questions that I really want to start off this podcast with. And I want you guys to think about. So wherever you guys are listening, that is something where if we do have some guest callers on this podcast that I want them to bring to the discussion. So just think about that. Have you been reactionary to events? What activities are making you feel full in life? These are supposed to be deep, thought-provoking questions that you're not going to know the answer to right away. You're going to have to really sit. You're going to have to think. Light some candles during this full moon. I know I do every full moon. And just reflect on everything. So that way, moving forward, you know what you need to do and you're ready to take the next steps. Because the thing about Aries is once they know what they want to do, there is nothing stopping them. They are self-starting and they're ready to go. So take advantage of the of that type of energy this weekend. Continuing the conversations a little bit, I know I mentioned a lot about Aries energy and where you would feel this energy. We'll get into more specifics depending on your rising sign. So before I really get into it, your rising sign is the energy that you present to people. It's like first impressions. It's all about... It's also the type of energy that you strive to present to people and you strive towards. For instance, for myself, I am a Sag rising, but my sun sign is a Taurus. So how I present my energy to the world is like a Sagittarius. That's the energy that I really want to present, which is free loving, free spirited, wants to have fun, wants to learn new knowledge and teach that among other people. That is the energy that I really want to strive towards. That's just an example. So as I go through each rising signs, think about what your rising sign is and how that will affect you as well during this full moon. So we'll get started with Aries risings. So if the moon is in Aries and your rising is in Aries and the rising is the first house, which is the sense of self. During this full moon, you might feel this state of independence or question your independence in the house of self. So think about think about things throughout your life, think about things that think about the energy you want to present to people. This is what you're going to feel if you're an Aries rising. Pisces rising, expect to feel the state of independence or question that in the second house, which involves your, your the house of materials and possessions. So think about things that you cherish. Think about things that you enjoy possessing. Money also falls into this as well. So for my Pisces risings, think about that along the way. Aquarius risings. Expect to feel the moon's presence in your third house, which involves rituals, communication, day-to-day activities, day-to-day tasks. So question about your current daily routine. Is this working for you? Is this... Building that state of independence. Are you questioning that? My Aquarius rising sets something to think about during this full moon. Capricorn risings. Expect to feel the moon in your fourth house, which involves the sense of family and sense of home. So if you have your own home, think about the things that are working. Think about the things that are not working. You're going to feel this energy during this time period along the way 
when it comes to your sense of home and even family matters. So just think about that along the way during this weekend. Sag rising. So this applies to myself. Expect to feel the moon in your fifth house, the house of creativity and creation. And I know for me with this podcast, I'm looking to take the next steps by interviewing some famous astrologers. So I reached out to a bunch of people this week and I actually got a response. So I'll let you guys know in a future podcast how that goes. But this is just an example of using this Aries energy and where you might feel it. So for me, it was in the house of creation. So think about that for my other Sag Risings. How has your creativity been lately? What are you looking to do to expand that creativity? And creativity can be shown through anything, problem solving, actual doing artwork and creating. It's it, Creativity is a very vague word and it can be described for many different things. Scorpio Risings, expect to feel the moon's presence in your sixth house, which involves health, which involves actually physical health, mental health, and daily habits. So think about how you are, how, how are you treating your body mentally and physically? My Scorpio Risings, think about that during this weekend. Libra Risings. Expect to feel the moon's presence in your seventh house, which involves the house of partnerships and commitments. So this might be a time period where you got to question some friendships, question some commitments, whether that's in work or commitments can be shown everywhere. So think about that for my Libra rising people. It is a really good test when it comes to sense of self, sense of partnerships, commitments. Think about that along the way. Virgo Risings, expect to feel the moon's energy and presence in your eighth house, which involves trauma, intimacy, and sexuality. So think about that. What is what is what does intimacy look like for you? Because I know with Virgos, they're they have this ideal perfectionism about them. So this is going to be a very good energy to test that. So think about that for my Virgo rising people. Leo Risings, expect to feel the moon's presence in your ninth house, which is the house of expansion, spiritual spirituality, and higher learning. So if you've been looking to expand or grow in a specific avenue in your life, this is a great time to think about that. Think about what does expansion look like for you? If I take this step, how does the expansion work? Think about that along the way for my Leo rising people. Cancer rising, expect to feel the moon's presence in your 10th house, which is the house of reputation and career. I know for cancers, they're very homey. They bring a homey nurturing type of energy about them. So this is really a moon for you to put yourself first during this time period. Take those steps to establish your career and build that sense of reputation this is an added confidence boost for you guys to really think about because the 10th house involves career and life purpose. So it is a really good time to reflect what's working, what's not working in sense of your career. Gemini risings expect to feel the moon's presence in your 11th house, which is the house of community and humanitarian work. So for my Gemini rising people, I know you guys are already naturally very social people. This is going to be a moon to really test 
and question your sense of community. Have you made the right friends? Do you feel like you belong in this community? Think about that and also work for the common good. So if you're doing something that is really want to really wants to present change in people's lives is a great time for you to think about that as well. Again, we are all experiencing different things, but these are just some things to think about. And last but not least, Taurus risings. Tauruses, you guys are going to feel the moon's presence in your 12th house, which involves the house of the spiritual realm and the unconscious. So this is a very deep, thought-provoking moon for Taurus risings. You really have to sit and think about stuff that's beyond your five senses. Have you ever had weird feelings lately that you can't really describe? This is an energy that you're going to feel a little bit more during this moon. So that is a very brief, short description of how the moon's energy is going to affect you guys based off of your rising signs and what houses they are in. Again, just an important thing to remind yourself, the house number represents where you are going to feel this planet's energy. So do not get overwhelmed. I was very brief and I apologize if I was going a little bit too fast. But the moon is going to affect us in many different ways. Just it's important. It's a great time to just think and reflect on your journey and what's going on during this time period. So continuing the conversation a little bit, we talked a lot about Aries energy. Now I'm going to transition a little bit. So now I mentioned a little bit about the Aries full moon. There's also going to be another there's a couple other key dates that's currently going to happen in the rest of October. And I'm going to add this to the podcast as well. So that way you guys know what's going on in the October astro forecast. Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on 
own spiritual journey. So I know I mentioned already about the full moon being in Aries, which is going to happen tomorrow. And it's on October 9th. And I literally just described how you're going to feel the Aries energy. There's a couple other important dates for you guys to think about as we get ready for the rest of the month of October. So the month started beautifully as Mercury in retrograde ended on October 2nd, which was wonderful. But now we are in an, we're in a time period now where things are starting to go back in the place than like how they were in the summertime. So on October 23rd, and it's going to stay this way all the way until October 23rd, when the sun and Venus are both going to enter Scorpio at the same time on October 23rd. So we're going to be in Libra season for a couple more weeks and then towards the end of October, not only is the sun going to change to Scorpio, but Venus is also going to change to Scorpio. So we talked about how Libras are social. They're all about balance and harmony. Scorpios are very emotionally intense. It's going to be a, it's going to be emotionally intensive time period. We might, we, our emotions might be heightened up more than usual. And also Scorpios are into the, into the qualities of transforming, evolving, and also they're into like the dark and the mysterious. I don't like the term dark, but I really like the mysterious aspect. So it is going to be a time period where we might be a little more daring to try some new things and, and to learn a little bit more about the mysterious. I mean, it makes sense because Halloween is at the end of October and it's spooky season. So Scorpio really feeds that type of energy. But not only is the sun going in Scorpio, but the Venus. Venus is the planet of love, relationships. That's also going to be in Scorpio too. So we're going to feel that double energy right away. We're going to feel Scorpio's energy right away. <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. Um, so that's one day to really think about in, in the month of October. Another date to really think about, October 27th. That is when Jupiter enters Pisces. So if you guys have tuned into my podcast or my wisdom talks a couple weeks ago, I mentioned a bunch of planets that were in retrograde. Jupiter has been in retrograde for quite a long time and it's been in Aries for the longest time. Jupiter is the planet. It's like the frat bro of the planets. It's meant to boost your confidence and hype you up depending on where Jupiter is and what sign it is. I can get more specific on how it heightens your, your confidence in this area. But Jupiter is now going to shift back to Pisces. So it's been in Aries, which is all about that self-confidence, boosting yourself up. Let's go. And that's another important thing to add. Jupiter being in Aries and the full moon in Aries, it's this added boosted confidence to whatever it is. Let's go. Let's roll. Um, but it's going to move backwards into Pisces. So that's really something to to think about. So Jupiter is going to go back to Pisces. Pisces energy is very gentle, kind, emotionally in tune, spiritually in tune. So that's the energy that Jupiter is going to go back into that you guys might feel. So just think about that as we get ready to wrap up October. So until pretty much towards the end of October, it's going to be smooth sailing. Like 
We've experienced Mercury in retrograde for over a month now. So now it's just, you know, we we're chilling for the next couple of weeks, but then bam, we're going to get hit with Scorpio energy. And then we're going to get hit with the Jupiter energy going back to Pisces because it is in retrograde currently. And the last important date that I really want you guys to think about as the month of October ends, the planet of Mars, which is about physical action, is going to enter retrograde in Gemini. So Mars is in Gemini for seventh month for seven months currently, but we're really going to feel Mars presence when it goes in the retrograde on October 30th. So again, when a planet goes into retrograde, it's a very fancy word for the planet is moving backwards. So think about it. As we are going through our own journeys, we're meant to be progressing forward. When stuff goes in the retrograde, we end up taking some steps back here to really learn and learn new things about ourselves. So that way we're able to take more steps going forward. So think of retrograde like that. It's a time period where things might get thrown a little bit out of whack. You might take some steps backwards, but you're meant to learn something during this time period. So Mars, the planet of physical action, is going to be in retrograde in Gemini on October 30th. So pretty much we're going to feel a lot of these energies right around Halloween. You got Scorpio season, you got Venus being in Scorpio, you got Gemini, you got Mars being in retrograde, and then you got Jupiter going back to Pisces. So a lot of water and air energy we are going to feel towards the end of October. But that is pretty much some important astrology dates for you guys to think about for the rest of the month of October. I know, again, I, I mentioned a lot, so I apologize if I've gone a little bit too fast with anything. But just to recap before I conclude this topic and we talk a little bit more about independence. So October 9th, tomorrow, full moon in Aries. 23rd of October, Sun and Venus enter Scorpio. The 27th, Jupiter enters Pisces, which means it's going backwards, retrograde. And October 30th, Mars enters retrograde in Gemini. So those are all the important dates for you guys to think about. Let me know how you guys are feeling about it, whether you message me on my podcast or if you want to contribute to the conversation live, wherever you guys are listening. Just think about that along the way. So before I conclude all of this topics, obviously, let's go back to the questions that I mentioned earlier. So these are some things I want you guys to really think about this full moon coming up. And the reason why I keep repeating this is because I want to, for my people listening, I want you guys to start developing this consistent habit of, all right, during a new moon and a full moon, I'm going to reflect a little bit about my life and what's going on. And in this particular moon, think about the things that you are currently doing right now, right? What you're currently going through. How will you commit to your passions to awaken your gifts? That's another question to really think about. And also, what activities are leaving you feeling full of life and ready to take on the world? And the last question, are you just being reactionary with the events in your life right now? Or is there a point to your anger? So think about those couple questions as we get close to the moon and as we experience the moon and let me know how you guys feel this is again a great time to just self-reflect learn some new things about yourself along the way 
and uh, continue to grow because we are all on our journeys. We're all meant to learn some new things during these time periods. And that's what it's all about. So I just talked a lot about the Aries full moon. I talked a lot about the October astrology forecast. Now let's talk a little bit about independence. And I really think this is a good time for me. I'm going to talk a little bit about my life a little bit, what's currently going on and the state of independence and what I'm learning more during this time period. And as I describe a little bit, if anyone would like to contribute or want their chart read, I'm willing to do that as well, regardless of wherever you guys are listening on and and all that fun stuff too. So when it comes to myself, what's currently going on, the state of independence, I'm definitely feeling it because I'm taking a lot of steps moving forward. So last week, my last talk that I mentioned, my last live talk, I talked a lot about how orientation started. And we had to find a practicum and an internship pretty much by the end of November. So that way for the spring and for the next fall, we're already set up and we're good to go. And the way how my school handled it was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. They just threw us in an orientation meeting for four hours and we're expecting us to learn and grasp everything what's going on. Like, uh, I don't know about you guys, but my attention span, especially sitting still for a long period of time, it, it it's, uh, it's questionable. That's what I'm going to say. So to sit for four hours and have like a very intense conversation for four hours was definitely a little bit too much. So if I had a chance, I've already messaged what we can do to improve that. But that's just a whole other side topic. But this has been a time period where I need to put myself out. I need to put myself more. I need to put myself out there more. So I had a couple of internships, interviews. I had a couple of practicum interviews. I got my practicum pretty much set up, which has been great. But this has been a time period for me to really like take initiative. Let's go. Let's put yourself out there. Let's get yourself a practicum. Let's get yourself an internship and let's get yourself a full time job. So that is what the process I'm doing on currently right now. So I have a a couple job interviews for being a group counselor and stuff next week. I have I have a couple of practicums that I have lined up. It sucks because the practicum is is unpaid. But that is also something where I'll be getting a little caseload of some children and stuff. And that would be a really good experience for me get into the field. So that is an example of the energy we might be feeling right now is to put yourself out there more during this time period. Reach out to people. I know I mentioned during the creativity part that I'm in the process of booking a famous astrologer on the podcast because I'm looking to expand my listeners into get an expert on astrology on the podcast. And that's something that has been a goal of mine for a while. I'm in the process of getting that scheduled. So this is just a time period where you got to reach out. You got to put yourself out there more. And you know, if you do know, like if, if you're relating to what I'm saying, great. If not, just really think about that. Are you putting yourself out there? Do you feel like you need to put yourself out there a little bit more? That this is what the moon's energy and the Aries energy is bringing right now. So that concept of independence, being able to do some things on your own, because we have moments where we have to do that. We have to take a step out of our comfort zone. We have to. We have to put ourselves out there in order for us to grow. So that is also my question for you guys. 
Have you guys had to do that at all recently? Have you guys had to put yourself out there? Feel free if you guys are interested in adding to the conversation, but if not, just listening and vibing means a lot to me too. But that concludes the first part of the podcast. Now we're going to call the lines and see what is the audience feeling about the full moon being in Aries. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcast gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcast, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. Joshua how are you doing fine Joshua I just like what you were saying and that's what I wanted to tell you about okay. discovering all these different healing modalities and once you become aware of them you can utilize them in your everyday living I'm just one of those people that you know <laughs> that likes to explore so you know we have a lot of you know post-traumatic stress that's related to responding to emergencies, responding to family emergencies. You know, we're in a lot of energy that's always ambivalent, but mostly low and stuff like that. And so in recovering myself and really kind of telling, you know, didn't realize that I was uh, empathic, you know, and that I was super sensitive. I was just saying, sensitive girl, you're just too super sensitive, you know. But I didn't realize that as a sensitive person that I would take on that energy in the room and stuff like that and start to become, started becoming more conscious of that with the, um, the, the tapping, with the, you know, Ho'oponopono prayers, uh, just cleaning energy, I do float therapy, I do sound meditation, I, you know, I just started venturing into these things that would allow me to relax into myself. The person helping the people don't realize that they're being the energy. I didn't understand that. You know, I didn't understand that this was what was going on until my spirit spoke to me and said, you're going to live and I die. And I was able to hear him say, and do movement and to going out and dancing and dancing and not worried about who's going with me. I always want to take somebody with me. Always wanted to take somebody with me. But guess what? We understand that you can't take people everywhere you're going. <laughs> so sometimes it's enough just to go by yourself. And so I have been one of those kind of adventurers, you know, where I'm looking into, oh, what's next? And I don't even know sometimes how I came upon the information, but, you know, I, you know I'm getting there. I'm getting there because I had to learn about the tapping, tapping the energy medicine. I had to learn about the chakra. I'm like, what's a chakra? What is a chakra? What do you mean the energy center on the inside? I got, I had to get in here. 
because there was something very powerful inside us, you know? And so when you're talking about interviewing people from these different lifestyles and, and different things like that, I, that was the part I picked up on. And the more we know, the more we can heal our own bodies, the more we can, you know, therapy ourselves. I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> we go therapy ourselves, okay? And I can't go to you talking, no, I need to go and exercise. I need to go and walk. I need to go out and get out in nature. I need to go and ground and take my feet off at the beach and allow, stick my feet in the sand and allow the current and the energy to flow into me from that big body of water. I need to know what soothes the inner soul. You know, what soothes the soul? You know, and as I've done that, you know, I've made great strides and great, just great movement. And it's just what God says. He said, you want me to move? And I was like, move what? Shit, move whatever you find. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I wanted to say that. And so I think it connects to, it's move, go find out about your sun sign. Move, go find out about your body. Move, go find out about how your muscles heal. Move, go find out how you can stay hydrated properly. Move so you can figure out what kind of foods like you and what kind of foods don't like you. Move. And so it's just always that sense that, you know, it's not being pushed, but it's kind of like just being urged. It's like, hey, that'd be a good idea. But I think the biggest thing is just to slow it down and listen to yourself and to journal. I'm a big person I, when it comes to writing notes taking notes, take notes on your life, take notes on when you're inspired in the morning, if you're suddenly waking up out of your sleep at 3 4 o'clock in the morning, get your pen out, start writing, I don't care if you're writing the same words 50 times and stuff like that, because as you're quiet, something opens up, and I believe that you're able to touch your higher self, you may, it may come out as a story, it may come out as a poem, but there's something about that quiet, that quiet, that if you can just quiet your soul, you can hear your higher self. You can just quiet the mind. So I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Definitely. It, it really just helps ground and recenter. And I really appreciated everything that you brought to this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for having this conversation. And I want to hear about that full moon. Hey, Kayla, what's going on? Oh, hey, man. Um, I don't want to take up too, too much of your time. And the question I have could be a little bit of a rabbit hole. Um, so feel free to just say, like, maybe we could talk about this another time. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no. Uh, uh, Kayla, I just want to say that you're good. I have plenty of time. I, I, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I was looking into uh, the specific degree placements and, and, okay. and how those can be I, yeah, how they can be significant in certain yeah. ways. Um, and, oh, I got you. Uh, and someone that I had connected with, because uh, I've connected with a lot of astrologers. It's been something I'm pretty passionate about, but I'm I've never gone and done like the deep dive to the mm -hmm. point where I can look at another person's chart and immediately have a representation of what it means. Uh, yeah, so I, I was looking at the placements because someone had brought to my attention my sun sign is at the 29th degree of Pisces. Mm -hmm. And then my rising sign is at the zero degree of Aries. So it's like 
it's like right on the as on the cusp. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> it, it, it literally is. It's right on the cusp. <laughs> it's like literally yeah. as cuspy as you can get for cusp of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and they were you. explaining to me like, wow, that's. I mean, that's pretty intense. Um, and it sent me looking into the anoretic degree, which is like that 29th position. Um, so yeah, I, I, whenever, whenever I have an opportunity to try to like bump heads with, with somebody who's a really well-read astrologer, I always try to to you know, I, I just like to shake the tree and see what drops out. <laughs> if you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, I, I got you. And, and like, I do know, like when it comes to degrees, like obviously, like as you get closer and closer to the other sign, it, it comes more like when it comes to the cusp and stuff. And then I, I, I cause I, I do a lot of readings myself. I'm just not fully 100% confident in the exact degrees yet, but I've been learning. I know like depending on, I've heard this in a couple books and stuff, depending on the number of, of degree you have can also determine like your maturity um, mm -hmm. towards that specific sign. Um, I heard about that in the past. I, like you said, like the 15th degree is something because like it's dead smack in the middle because each sign, like you mentioned, has 30 degrees. So to have something in the 15th degree, you know, like it's dead smack in the middle. You're, you're going to feel this energy, you know, <laughs> um, and then obviously, like as you get closer to the other ones, you know, it's it's the cusp where you might not be feeling the energy fully. You might be leaning towards the other sign energy wise. Um, but yeah, to, to answer your question, though, I, I want to know a little bit more about the degrees. Um, so that way I get more confident in it. But that's what I've read and heard so far. Um, right on, but yeah. it's very powerful stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's um, I, I love astrology because it's it's kind of it's one of those studies that it's like layers of an onion, like anything else. You can you can really go pretty deep with it. Um, and then, you know, there's there's the different the actual different styles of the charts. Um, like if you get into Vedic astrology versus, um, I forget the name of the, the charts that, that automatically generate on these websites, but, but yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're Placidus. I, I use, yeah. I use whole sign. Uh, I like whole sign cause it gives each sign 30 degrees. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but yeah, every astrologer is different, but just to add to your point, like the, the Placidus, it's uh, it's a little bit different um, than traditional. So right, right, right. Yeah, you awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, like I said, just being able to connect, and um, I'm going to go back and listen to this once you're done, so that I can get the um, the the full moon in Aries uh, piece that you gave. So yeah, thank you again. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, I know you mentioned you're in Aries rising, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna feel you're gonna feel this moon just because it's an Aries moon, and it, and obviously your first house is the is the house of self. You know, it's like it's when our soul meets our physical bodies for the first time. It's like the energy that you want to present to people. Just just uh, just to give you little things to think about. Think about how or the energy that you present to people. You know, like the energy that you want to strive towards. Uh, this is a really good moon to reflect on on things that or some doubts that you have even about yourself, you know, um, it's a really good, it's a really good full moon, especially for you since you're in Aries rising, because it's all about that sense of self, uh, to really think deep about what's, what, how has your journey been so far? Are you doing things that is fulfilling that soul? Or are you doing things that have been brushed off? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, um, 
I will I will add that into to my intentional work over over the next couple of days here with the moon. All right, you have a beautiful day, Joshua. Yeah, you too. Ha- have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe and thank you for your questions. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So that was, we had a lot of wonderful guests today. I really appreciate everybody. I've just checked the time. It is, it's getting a little late and I got to do some things for the rest of the day and, and, uh, and all that fun stuff. But I really appreciate everyone that contributed to the conversation. Before I wrap everything up, just know the Aries full moon, it's a really good time. Any full moon, it's really good to really do some deep self-reflection. Aries energy is all about confidence, building that self-confidence up, building that state of independence uh, because Aries is the first zodiac sign. So very self-starting, it's cardinal energy, it's fire energy. So it's really meant to... It's really good to think about that state of independence for you. Think about moments where you've been angry or frustrated or had that fiery energy and just reflect on it. But I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Thank you for everyone that is tuned in to the live stream or listening on this podcast. Your ratings and views and everything really means a lot to me. But I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and please stay safe.